If you're not intentionally writing emails to connect with your clients, you're probably not going to have much luck selling your product or service in the future. There is a battle that you have to win to get their attention. And what I mean is that nobody wants to open their email hoping to read an ad so they can buy something. So there is a battle. They're opening their email because they want to open to a funny meme or some gossip from a friend or a story from a next lover. Mm. But the last thing they want to do is opening it and you trying to sell something to them. So how in the world do you win this battle? And that is what I want to be talking to you today. Hey, I'm Veronica DiPolo. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur who wants to work smarter and not worry about steady income or better yet, make money every month, I feel you. A few years ago, I went from overworked corporate girl organizing events to building an online business from home. I am an ex-flamenco dancer, red wine lover, branding consultant, and marketing strategies. After many failed attempts and many lessons learned, I've created the Branding Momentum Podcast to give you actionable step-by-step strategies to help you build your brand. I'll show you how to create a community, give your clients what they want, promote your business, and use your know-how effectively. If you want to achieve the freedom of having your own successful business, then this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. My friends, let me start off by saying that when it comes to emails, you should not overthink it. I know it's easy to get caught up and not know what to write to your clients. So what do you have to do to get the attention of your audience? or those emails that you already have, and maybe you haven't written them in a very long time. You start by writing what's interesting to them. You get their attention with a subject line that gets them very curious and sucks them into that email. So how do you do it? I know. Okay, let me get into some actions for you right now. The first thing you need to do is to create original content weekly. If you already have a blog post or a podcast or a video, you need to share that every week. But even if you don't have a podcast or a video or a blog post, you have products and services that you usually already sell, then you need to do the same and be consistent. I know this is the part that we all fail, and I've been very guilty myself in the past, but the one thing I've learned is that the willingness to commit is greater than doing nothing. Doing nothing is not an option in business, and what I want you to learn is to work smarter when it comes to those weekly content. So what I want you to do is to make a quick list of subjects you know your clients would like to know about your business, especially if you've done some research on what they really want. So you make sure that you put those into the top priority of your list. And from that list, I want you to choose your top four subjects of the month, okay? Considering that is one subject per week so that you can then sit down and you create that content in one day or half a day, it doesn't matter how long it would take you, 
but at least you make sure that you're setting that day apart in your calendar, okay? You're making sure that you're taking that day and you're batching that content. And when I mean my batching, it means you're going to create the content for those four weeks. So why do I say that you need to do it weekly? Because it's more doable if you batch once a month and you don't have to think about it for the next, for example, three weeks, and you make sure that you are ahead and not behind. Not only why do I say that you have to do it weekly, because it's doable. You are creating a connection and you want to build that relationship with your clients regularly, not sporadically, like you never show up and you never say hi, or you're only going to be showing up to them because you have something to sell or when you have to make an announcement or no, no. I really want you to think about emails just like dating or when you go into a shop for the first time and you meet somebody on the street and you start talking, if that is something that you actually do, okay? <laughs> Some people in marketing call this welcoming email sequence, okay? Let me give you a little bit of an example uh, what I mean. You walk into a shop make it virtual or on the street, okay? You walk in and then they say, hi, good morning to you, right? Well, right there, that should be a hint for you to be your first email saying hi and welcoming that person into your world. There you can share what your business is all about. Or you can share their contact information and making sure that, you know, like your name is correct and your email is correct. And then you can ask them to simply reply to that message saying, yep, all looks good, whatever. Okay. This is something that it's normal that it would happen to you if you were in a street or, or you were in a shop. Okay. Then when you are in the shop, I want you to now visualize again go back into the shop and usually the salesperson comes and says to you, how can I help you? Some of you may say, nothing, thanks, I'm just looking. And some of you may say, I'm looking for inspiration, right? So if you walk into a shop, imagine yourself, you say either those two things. Now, what I really want you to do here is I want you to visualize this, how it would look into an online setting. Imagine you are going into Amazon or Mango or Zara or even on a, on a regular kind of store that you walk in, right? Well, what do you usually see at the top of the page from Mango or, or Amazon? They always have a section that says, new this week or new this season, right? So that gives you a hint that that should be your second email. But on your second email, I actually don't want you to sell. I want you to show them around your world. Let them know who you are. You can actually share your business values, you, what strives you to or inspires you. Maybe you share in a very casual way what some of your clients think of your work ethics or you share them testimonials if you have any or if you don't have any, it's fine. Maybe somebody you worked in the past and they know how you work can also be a great way to 
present in a second kind of email, or you share a story about how you got started in your business. If, for example, you have been creating uh, blogs or you've been creating podcasts or video, you can also share them in a very subtle way, like these are the must reads of the month and you're trying to, you know, compile, you're trying to welcome them into your emails. So you don't want them to go probably right off the bat to all your content and everything that you've done, but maybe you compile and you tell them, Oh, these are my must podcast episodes that I think you would enjoy, for example. Get them to start and exploring what kind of content you share with your audience, okay? And I know here that I can already hear a few of you saying, oh my God, how many emails I have to send. I don't know what to write. I don't know what to send out. I don't want to be a spam. I have nothing to share and so on. And you know those negative thoughts that sometimes tell us yourself that we end up believing. Not anymore. No way. This is for the good of your business and your brand loyalty. And like I said at the beginning, don't overthink this. Remember that your database is filled with people. Your list has real human beings. Those same human beings that you sometimes bump into when you're walking the streets. Okay, let me give you now an example of what this could look like. So let's say you're a dance studio and when your students enroll, you send them to a welcome email, making sure their name is correct and all their details are correct. Then you send email number two. And email number two, for example, it's let's meet the teachers and the different classes you may have or you may offer. You can also share videos or trainings to your students and you can probably send them if you have videos on YouTube or if you've done recordings of things like that, especially right now during the pandemic, okay? Email number three can be what to do when you have lots of questions and who should you contact? Or it can also be about the uniform requirements. So imagine, of course, you're in a dance studio and they should have uniform requirements, how the girls and the boys should be coming to class with their hair tied and all those sort of things that you don't actually need to be saying over and over again. So these are emails that you are providing content and valuable information. So email number four could be the feedback. How are they feeling? How are they, how they're finding the studio, for example. And email number five could be a referral email because when people sign up into new things and they're excited, for example, you're in a, they're in a dancing studio, you should be able to also like, you know, warn them up, get that excitement that you're getting from that momentum that they're there in the studio. They're meeting new people. They're loving their teachers. You know, there's a hype there. So because you want to keep that momentum going, and maybe they could refer you in that stage, okay? So email number six could be, uh, what about, for example, the costumes? Because they usually do costumes and, and dancing. And they also, you can break down the fees of the different kind of um, payments that they would have to 
uh, pay for the costumes and or if they have any questions regarding the fees or the costumes so you can create like a short Q&A if you have a handbook for the studio or you can also share that there so you're not constantly providing that information so these emails serve to warm your audience and within your business Another email can also be for you to really get them to join your social media channels, especially if you have a private Facebook group or you have videos on, on YouTube. This is also a nice email that you can create for them. Okay, so now let's go back to the shop that I was talking about before. You are still browsing and a great salesperson tells you, here are the new items we just got in now here. You pique their interest into something you're offering, but you let them choose at their own pace. This needs to happen the same way with an email. If you have trainings, if you have workshops, if you have courses or memberships or physical products to sell, you're in a better position to offer them to buy because you have been grooming them and you've been pampering them with valuable information in your emails. You have shared interesting blog posts. You've shared who you are, what's your passion. You're constantly connecting. You've always been asking them what they need. You've been warming them to actually buy. And this is what marketers call your warm leads because you've been talking to them all the time. Warm leads are not your social media followers, are not your likes. These are living people that you have managed to collect their email, right? And you have them there on your database waiting for you. So what I'd like you to try is to create that list of subjects Think of who you would like to be treated and welcome. How? Remember, these are welcome emails that will come out every week you're sharing something new. And when you're ready to give your audience a freebie, a PDF, a cheat sheet, because you want to increase your database of emails, then make sure that once they sign up, you include them in your welcoming email sequence. Okay, I know email providers like MailChimp, you can schedule and give commands to roll out those emails without you physically, you know, pressing the button to send them and doing that yourself. You can try to write them and schedule them. That will save you tons of time and you always be working smarter and not harder. Okay, okay. Now I know that you must be thinking again how many emails should I send? And it's really up to you. But, 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 but when I say it's up to you, what's enough to warm someone that you just got into their email? How long does it take for you to warm up to someone you just met? Well, this is the same thing. This is exactly the same thing. As long as you are providing content, knowledge, and they are getting to know you, and you are listening to what they need, your sales will be much better. When you launch a product or you're a service, then they will listen more. This email strategy works. 
for all types of businesses. This works if you're a restaurant, if you're a yoga instructor, a stylist, a, be a beautician, a teacher, a spa, a lawyer, a coach, a travel agent, a therapist, a doctor, a veterinarian, an event planner. The tricky part is to commit to one email a week with valuable content for whoever is going to open that email and not overthink it what you're sharing. So I want to give you one last tip before I wrap up, which is I know will help you tons. When you are drafting and listen to what I just said, okay, drafting, not writing your email. When you begin to draft that email, I want you to put the name of your favorite customer at the top, okay? Or your ideal client or your best friend. Something like, dear Tori, hope you're having a great day, blah, 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 blah. Writing to a friend in mind or to your ideal client in a very familiar way connects faster and to the point than writing a very pompous and a strict email. If you can even make it funny, light and witty, your readers will appreciate it. But think of it like this. Would you like to receive that type of email? Would you enjoy it? If your answer is hell yes, then go for it and think what others may think. Don't overthink it, okay? Plus, let me tell you that email is not dead. It's alive, doing very well, and kicking butt. So don't forget to get your step-by-step -step guide welcome email. The link is right here. And if you're listening to whatever you're listening to, you will get the link to get your freebie. It's very juicy. It has a lot of content and it also has a bonus that is just for you, especially if you're not only doing services. So go and grab it. Check it out. Okay. On a future episode, I will explain to you how you turn those emails into valuable content. But first, get cracking and build the relationship with your database, especially if you haven't written to them in a long time. It doesn't matter. They're there. They're people, okay? So before I leave, I would love to invite you to fill out my marketing survey. I really want to understand where you are struggling with your marketing. I want to know if you're having problems with your inspiration, struggling with your blogs, your website, your images. If you have a podcast or a YouTube, are you struggling to promote it? If your branding and your marketing are aligned with your message. So if you would like to help me out, help me please go to veronicadipolo.com forward slash survey. This market research is to help you be the best way you want to be served. So by helping me, I'm helping you. Well, my wonderful, keep the momentum going and I'll see you here same time, same place next week. Bye-bye.